echoey where you are. It always is in this house. It's just echoey. Sorry, bro, that I don't have an in-house full studio. I mean, when are you going to start taking this podcast serious, Brandy? <laughs> Let's be honest, never. All right. <laughs> Probably good. <laughs> How you doing, kid? Really good. It finally feels like fall here in Tennessee, so I'm thriving. Aster's thriving. Astered. Just gearing up for a big week of Halloween. Just really doing great. Yeah, your party's coming up. I know. I'm so sad you're not going to be here. Truly. I know. I mean, but you didn't come to my party, so I'm not coming to your party. It's a spite uh, RSVP no-show. Why? Yes. And you know what's so sad? I was actually thinking yesterday watching all the stories from your engagement party. Yeah. What's so tragic is that I didn't come because I was I had a horse show. Mm-hmm. And the horse show, it didn't get rained out, but I didn't go because of the rain because the footing gets bad and it's not great for the horses to jump in that. And so I didn't even horse show, so I totally could have come. <sighs> God, you didn't horse showed? Didn't horse showed. Well, we engagement partied. How'd it go? It looked great. It was really cool. I got to say, as much as I'm in charge of everything, I was amazed at how beautiful it was. <laughs> I had no idea what to expect because Sarah did it all. Yeah. I mean, she well, asked she me questions and I answered them, but I didn't put it all together. So it was wonderful going to a party where you're like, wow, this looks great. We did it at this place called Lombardi House. Have you ever heard of it? Oh, yeah. I've been there. It's super <clears> nice. What was really funny was, so there was like a bunch of bachelor people there. And so Alon showed up and he's like, yeah, we filmed a rose ceremony right there. And I was like, stop it. (laughs) There you go. And then Dean and Kaylin showed up Mm. and Kaylin goes, I've been here before. I said, I said, really? She goes, yeah, I got dumped right there. And I was like, stop it. You got dumped right here. And she's like, yeah. And I was like, I'm sorry if there's some PTSD here. Now you got Dean. And oh, gosh, it was it was so funny. So it's really come full circle for all of you. How how beautiful. Yeah, we got wasted. Well, I loved the game that it looked like you guys played a game where you like sat back to back and somebody asked questions about each other or something. It looked really cool. Yeah, we actually loved it. So, yeah, we sat back to back and we both had I had one of my shoes and I had one of her shoes. And then Matt Shively was the host of it, which, by the way, Matt wants to be on the podcast so bad. We've got to let him like if let's do it. If there's ever a day that you can't do it, he can come co-host with me because perfect. He keeps on asking to be on the show, and I'm just like, Aww. I was like, we don't really have guests on the show, but okay. Yeah. And he's so freaking funny. Right now, by the way, uh, real quick, he the new season of The Purge is on, mm-hmm. and he's in it. Oh, nice. And he's just like one of the most like intrinsically funny people I've ever met in my entire life. So he hosted it. So he asked all these questions. We asked him to host the game three minutes before it happened. So he was just like kind of like caught off guard and a little nervous and whatnot. Was he? I mean, like a... But he also like loved, you know, he loved it. Yeah, I loved know? it. He loved it because he got to be the center of attention. You know, he asked questions like, you know, who initiated the first kiss? And then we had to both put up whosoever shoe did it. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, we got them all right. That's amazing. Yeah, I, I've never seen, I mean, I've, you know, you've seen people play the games where they get asked questions about each other or whatnot, but I've never seen it done that way. I thought it was really cute. Yeah. It was great. And then we had like this little cart that had you pour beer out of it. You had rosé. You had uh, Sauvignon Blanc and then even soda water. Um, oh, your favorite soda water. I know. <laughs> Which, by the way, could have been another piece of alcohol. But I was like, no, I want some soda water. In there. I got soda water. <laughs> oh, you would. Yeah, it was fun, though. And it was, you know, it was pretty intimate, you know, because 
we just wanted like just the people that like were really important to us. And so, yeah, it was cool. And there were a lot of fun people there. And we kept the party going an hour after it was supposed to because nice. we didn't want to invite everyone back to our house. You know, <laughs> yeah, definitely not. Sounds horrible. Well, we love you guys. I gotta say, your Instagram posts of you two. Yeah. If that's garden party chic, I am here for it. You yeah. guys look fantastic. Right? Yeah. Felt Looking good. Looking great. Felt good about it. Uh-huh. Maybe that should be your new thing. Is looking garden party chic? Garden party chic. Maybe we should ditch leather jacket flannel beanie wells mm-hmm. and go for garden party chic wells because you looked really good. Thank you. It's so hard to like keep up with Sarah just in terms of fashion. Mm-hmm. Like, because that's a Christian Soriano dress that she's, she great. that she's wearing. And she got Bragoreski over here, like making sure everything's, <laughs> you know, it's, it's so impossible to keep up with it. But I've been having my friend, Lisa T, who I think you know from way back in the day. Yeah, I do know her. Yeah. But anyway, she's an old friend of mine from Nashville that lives here now, and she does stylings. She's a stylist. Stylist, yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and say it. Help me out. Nice. I got a stylist now. Well, you've been looking great. Well, thank you. So you think I should, I should, I'm all grows up now and I should be wearing suits everywhere? Exactly. It's time. Let me ask you this. How did you feel about the no belt situation? I wasn't mad about it, actually, because it was like you looked classy and like nice, but still casual. Mm hmm. You know, I was told no belt. But then I saw a lot of people being on the Instagram post being like, where's your belt, bro? And I was like, hey, listen, I'm just listening to what people that know more about fashion than I do tell me to do. Yeah, exactly. Because if you had had on a belt, it, it just like immediately makes you seem like a little bit stuffier. Mm hmm. It's like, it's like, I like, I love when guys wear a good dress shirt and a nice jacket, but no tie. Yeah. Cause it just like that. It just is like, it's a casual, it's like, they still look nice and dressed up, but like casual. Mm-hmm. And that is the play always. Yeah. And I wanted to do like a fun floral shirt underneath no. it. And I was told that that is not the play. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> and so, um, I think, uh, I think it worked out. No, you guys looked amazing. I was, I had serious FOMO of sad I wasn't there. So. I know. And then it was funny because. Start this soon. Okay. Been like 10 minutes. All right. You want, you want to start with me? Me. Okay, go. Bros and hoes, you're listening to your favorite thing podcast with. Well, Sam Brandy, ep 075. We get shit on sometimes when we don't start the show in, in an appropriate amount of time. So I Do just we? try to give people what they want. I feel like yeah. people are on board with how the show goes now. I mean, they are, but I have. There was one time where I saw a bunch of tweets that were like, "You guys didn't ever introduce the show," and oh. I, I could have sworn we did, but I also wouldn't put it past us not to. So, you know. Well, the one that you did with Caitlin, you forgot to intro the show. Oh yeah, that one I definitely. Did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what happens when you're not here, Wells. Yeah. Real quick, Brandy, can we talk about my new favorite shoe website? Ooh, yeah. You know I love shoes. Dude, get your kicks. Shoedazzle.com slash YFT is seriously changing the way you get your shoes nowadays. So here's the deal. You take a super quick 60-second style quiz, and then you'll receive a personalized showroom of pieces specifically catered towards your own unique style. And it's just taking the guesswork out of 
what styles are the best for you. With just a few clicks, Shoe Dazzle is doing all the homework for you, which is great because I don't like to do homework because I'm stupid. Not going to argue with you there. Okay. Um, pro tip here, make sure you enter your email address when you take the quiz because you'll then receive exclusive monthly discounts and inside scoop about new collections that have not been released yet. And stuff on Shoe Dazzle sells out really quick. Things are there one day and gone the next. So you want to make sure that you're on this email list and get the heads up that new stuff is going out. And check it out right now. You guys can get your first Shoe Dazzle style for as low as 10 bucks. That's 75% off your first item by using our special link, which is shoedazzle.com slash YFT. Honestly, guys, this is a really awesome website because they make it a really personal experience for you. When you sign up for an account, then you get your own showroom every month where they choose items based on your personal style, which is why it's so important to take that style quiz. And then you can shop there or browse the site to freely find the perfect style for you. It's really, really awesome. Also, there's VIP perks, 30 to 50% off regular prices, plus free shipping on orders over $39. There's no commitment to order monthly as a VIP. So just go to Shoe Dazzle, that's S-H-O-E-D-A-Z-Z-L-E.com slash Y-F-T to take advantage of the deal right now. Get some new kicks, dude. All right, YFTers. I mean, there's a lot of sleep hacks out there. We were actually talking about noise machines earlier, but there's also like no snacking at night, yoga before bed, meditation. I try to do that. Instead of trying them all, you can immediately transform your sleep with Bowl and Branch. We're talking about the best-selling sheets ever. Incredible on night one and only get softer with every single wash. Brandy and I love Bowl and Branch sheets. I truly do. I just got home from being gone for like two weeks and there's just nothing better than getting in my own bed with my cozy, cozy bedding. And for me, that is my bowl and branch sheets. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. They feel so buttery soft, but they're so breathable at the same time. And they're perfect for the summer months ahead where it's a bit toasty out. Plus, they offer a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl & Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code FAVORITE at bowlandbranch.com. That's Bowl & Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com. Promo code FAVORITE THING. The last thing about the party, it was it was cool and super cute because Adam and Chloe, Adam Devine and Chloe came mm -hmm. and they had just gotten engaged like a couple of days oh, yeah. ago. I saw, I can't remember who posted it, but Sarah reposted the photo of the three girls with their rings. It was really cute. Yeah, it was. it's Debbie Ryan, Chloe mm -hmm. and Sarah and it's like all different styles of rings or whatever and i gotta say sarah's ring was my favorite of those three i'm just really glad that adam didn't kind of one-up me you know and just have like a gigantic <laughs> totally. ring <laughs> no yeah they were all like very comparable yeah <laughs> but but sarah's was my fave well thank you mine too yeah, you did good kid the meeting of the parents went great by the way oh remember when that was like a whole story that like they hadn't met until yesterday they hadn't met until friday because, you know, oh. they live in New York. My parents live in California. And yeah, but that's not that far. You have no excuse. My freaking boyfriend's parents live in South Africa. That's a good excuse. Okay, yeah, but like you said, they just haven't been around each other, you know? Crazy. We all went out to dinner on Friday, and it was really funny because my brother kind of hosted the whole thing. And we, like, put out, like, name tags in, on the plates, you know, so everyone sat where we wanted them to sit. That's amazing. And then by the end of it, everyone was... 
good and lubed up on alcohol, talking with everyone, and I think everyone had a good time. And then, and then round two was during the engagement party, and that went really well. So, you know, I think everything's fine now. Great. Hope. What would you guys have done if your parents didn't get along? Would you just been like, well, that's how it's going to be? Yeah, that's a shame, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Oop. I don't know. I mean, that's a tough thing, you know? I know. That's why I was like, it's kind of scary to wait that long because like, I don't know if they don't get along. That's something you literally have to deal with your entire life. Yeah. Do you think that your parents will get along with Reinhardt's? Yeah. So, you know, his biological dad and, and his mom, they're divorced and his mom is with somebody else. And so I haven't I haven't even met Rai's biological dad, but his mom and her boyfriend are awesome. And mm -hmm. like, without a doubt, my parents will love them. They're super chill. What do you think they're going to think of your parents? Because they're probably going to think they're nuts. To be I've fair. told them, I'm like, listen, my family, I love them, but they're nuts and they're not normal. And you just got to take them for what they are. But they're great. Yeah. And so I, I've tried to prepare everyone. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing you can say to prepare someone for your parents. I know. <laughs> I, know. I like, love them dearly. First and foremost, I'm like, listen. If you come hang out with my parents, I you just got to know up front, they're going to be smoking hella weed. Yeah. <laughs> Biggest stoners I know. <laughs> what do they think of that? They think it's funny. Yeah. Yeah, they think it's funny. They always laugh when I, because I'm always talking about how my mom's stoned or high or whatever when she calls and stuff. And they always just laugh and they think it's so funny. So that's a good sign that like if they'll be able to handle it. Yeah. <laughs> Do people yeah. smoke a lot of weed in South Africa? Not like here. I mean, it's not legal there at all. Yeah. I'm sure people do it. It's just not as prevalent, I guess, as it is here. I know. I wonder if they're just like, wow, those Americans are just potheads. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Well, that's amazing. I can't wait for that meeting. I know. I'm trying to convince. We haven't even told her yet, actually. We're not trying to convince. We are going to try to convince Rai's mom to fly over with him when he moves here. Yeah. Because I just desperately want her and Tish to hang. I just think they're really going to get along. Do you think that Rai's mom is a little bit resentful of the fact that you're stealing her son away to a different country? You know what? It's funny. I feel like she has every right to feel that way. Yeah. And I I kind of expected her to feel that way because they are so close. Um but if she, but it like she has been nothing but supportive. It like his whole family. It's it actually blows my mind because they are so close and they see him so much. Um, but everyone has like totally given him their blessing to wow. come over here, which just is that's just like the highest compliment I feel like I could ever get for them to like be okay with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, at least so. the, or that's what he's telling you. That's what he's telling me. Yeah. yeah. Let me tell you, that's not the case. <laughs> I think secretly, they're like. <laughs> Don't go. We hate her. For sure. They're like, who is this, you know, famous Cyrus person that's coming and taking our boy away? <laughs> oh, Lord. <clears throat> I just I just told him, like, well, they're just going to have to come visit. Yeah. All right. So I've visited there so much. They can, they should come here and visit. Yeah, but it's hard to come here for it them. It is hard to come here. I know. Although it was shockingly a lot easier for him to get his uh, tourist visa than we thought it was going to be. Oh, really? Yeah, I was shocked. I thought it was going to be hard. Speaking so. of traveling, Sarah and I are about to go to France. France? France? <laughs> to hang out with the frogs? <laughs> uh -huh. But I would like to ask, ask the YFTers out there if you have any suggestions on what to do in 
Gay Patty. Uh, I would like that because if you, I feel like you do this all the time where you're like, hey, give me suggestions on what I should do. And I never do that. Yeah, I need some help. Great. So Black I, tears. You got to wrangle. They really come through. They really came through for me for Yellowstone. I got to tell you. Yeah. So I want, yeah. I, what I want is like, obviously I know about like the Louvre and, you know, uh, the Eiffel Tower and, you know. The Champs-Élysées. Are you going to go shopping on the Champs-Élysées? Don't know what that is, but sure. It's like the iconic street of for shopping. It's like it's like it's uh like Rodeo Drive is a poor man's Champs-Élysées. Oh then no, I don't want to go there because I can't afford it. <laughs> Sarah will want to go yeah. there. I guarantee you. But I want to know like like kind of not well known restaurants that are bomb. That would be great. Mm -hmm. You know, and mm -hmm. um, other things to do that I wouldn't normally know to do there because I'm a dirty American. Totally. So well, I hope they come through for you. Me too, man. You got any fave things, bro? So, bruh, I do, actually. Thank God. Um, you'll be so proud of me. I've watched almost an entire new TV series in the last time we've chatted. Awesome. And it is very re relevant because of your engagement party. So, did you ever watch the movie Four Weddings and a Funeral? Of course. Of course. It has been turned into a Hulu series, and it is fantastic. Really? Yes, it is so good. I feel like no one does good chick flick comedies anymore. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like rom-com stuff like that. People just don't do that well anymore. Granted, this is obviously not an original idea, which we've harped on before, but it was cast so well. The entire cast is amazing. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. Like it is a show that I watched and I'm like not on my phone the whole time. Like yeah. usually stuff like that is kind of like a mindless watch and I'm like doing stuff on my phone and watching the show. But I've put my phone down and watched the series. It's so cute, so funny. I love the acting. I mean, I just love the whole thing. I think it's adorable. Yeah. Highly recommend. All right. I like that. I do appreciate a good rom-com. Is it just one season? Because, like, you can't have... It, well, then yeah, it would I be, like, so. 7 million weddings and 17 million funerals, right? Like, you, right. you run yeah, out Yeah, I, I would assume it's only one season, like, probably, like, a limited series. But, like, I'm on episode six or seven, and there's only been one wedding and one funeral so far. So... Maybe they stretch it out more, which is what I kind of like about it is like they really develop the characters and their relationships because it moves a lot slower, obviously, than a movie would. Mm -hmm. Really, really cute. And it's funny. It's been so long since I've seen the movie. I can't remember if this was ever a plot in the movie. I don't think it was. But one of the characters on the show goes on a reality TV show that's basically a trashy version of the bachelorette it's yeah. called a love chalet and they're like in the mountains or whatever yeah and it's funny because they use like direct terms like the fantasy suites and here for the wrong reasons just like the bachelors so that kind of pokes fun at it which is hilarious all right i'm gonna check that out very cute sarah and i have been watching a show called outlander you heard about that Ooh, i have heard about this so i guess we're a little late to this one so it starts out right after i think world war ii two maybe world war one I. I don't know the main character is a woman who's a nurse in the war and she's married to a guy who's like also in the army in england or whatever and they go for their honeymoon after the war they go for their honeymoon to scotland the husband's like a big history buff super into finding his like genealogy and um you know like where his his family came from so they're, they're doing all this touring around scotland and one night he's like i really want to go to this one place where the druids are doing witchcraft stuff and i want to watch it so she's like cool so they go and they kind of like hide behind trees and they're like watching these kind of like witches do some ceremony thing because she's a nurse she's also into like holistic healing when they're like looking at the the rock formations that the druids were doing all this dancing around she sees this flower and then she's like oh i think that's the one flower that does this one thing you know if like you're sick so she she comes back later that day to pick the flowers and all of a sudden she touches the rock formation and all of a sudden 
she like falls through time and she goes back 200 years the redcoats like fighting the scottish and she's like taking kind of hostage and it's all just her living 200 years in the past but she's got a nurse and a holistic healer so she's like helping all these people not die of scurvy and shit dang and it's cool because in that first episode they're like going around like different parts of town like seeing different castles well i wonder what was in this room da, 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 da. and then all of a sudden now she's back there and she's actually in that castle oh this was a kitchen or whatever and and also, like, lots of sex, you know? Really? Lots of sex. You, you gave that a ding. Is that, like, your favorite thing about the show? Do you remember when you first started watching Game of Thrones? It's like Lord of the Rings, but a lot of sex, you know? Yep. Nudity mm -hmm. and stuff. You're like, it's, it's kind of like the best of both worlds. You are so funny. It's kind of like that, where you're like, didn't think that I was going to see some titty, but I did. <laughs> and I didn't hate it. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, poor Sarah. <laughs> What? It's true. I know. Anyway, You're so funny. Well, it but, sounds great. How many seasons are there? I think there's a bunch, and we're like just kind of starting right now. But yeah, Outlander, ne check it out. Netflix show? Yeah, it's on Netflix. Very cool. Also, by the way, I mean, we used to talk about this a lot, but the new season of Peaky Blinders is back. Oh, yeah. You've always loved that show. Love that show. Did I tell you? When I was out in New York doing press for, I think, for Svedka, I went into People magazine and or people headquarters, Cillian Murphy was rock, walking in front of me. And I was just, oh, Cillian Murphy. Starstruck, huh? Starstruck. And I was like, hey, bro, love Peaky Blinders. And he's like, thanks. And that was it. But it was pretty cool. Were you a big Breaking Bad fan? Mm, I did four seasons. And then I was just like, okay, enough. You know? You know they put out a Netflix movie. I know. It's called El Camino. Yes. Have you not seen it yet? I haven't. Have you? No. I think I'm going to try to watch it this week. Yeah. If any of the YFTers have watched it, I'd love a little uh, review. If you want, let me know if it's worth watching or not. Because I, I was the same. Like, I liked the first few seasons of Breaking Bad, and then it just got repetitive. So is Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul in it? I think so, but I don't know for sure. Okay. I want to see that. You know what's another one I want to see? I was on Lance Bass's show the other day. Because I'm out here trying to promote our podcast, Brandi. All right? I'm out here shoveling manure 24-7 and cleaning up dog poo. Actually, Aster's been so good this week. No dog poo in the house. No Asterd? No Asterd. I was on Lance's show. Obviously, people ask about our show. And I'm like, well, this is what we do is we talk about, like, our favorite thing. So then he started doing it to me. And mm. he was talking about a movie called The Dead Don't Die. Ooh. And I guess it's a new zombie movie with Bill Murray. Oh, that it, sounds amazing. It's not Zombieland 2. It's, Which I do want to see Zombieland 2. Same, same. Okay, because I loved Zombieland. Yeah, I did too. I mean, I'm glad that that's back. But yeah, The Dead Don't Die. Is, I haven't seen it, so I don't know if it's any good, but Bill Murray in another zombie movie? The cast is crazy. It's got a terrible review, but whatever. I don't know. The peaceful town of Centerville finds itself battling a zombie horde as the dead start rising from the graves. In it, Bill Murray, Adam Driver... Tom Waits, Chloe, Steve Buscemi, yeah, sure, Steve Buscemi, or Buscemi, Danny Glover. Wow, great cast. I think uh, Selena Gomez is in it. What? RZA is in it. Caleb Landry Jones. Interesting. And it's out or no, not yet? I think you can rent it right now. It says like oh, watch sick. on Prime Video. So, yeah. All right. I'll have to check it out. So there you go. It's got terrible reviews, but whatever. Oh, well, that sounds great.
Oh, I, I'm dying to see. I'll never go to the theater and to see anything anymore. But I do want to see. You know, Amelia Clark is in this cute little rom com about. Yeah. I think it's called like Last Christmas or something. I'm, I would have to see that because I love her. Yeah, I hate to say this. It's going to be hard for me to see her in other roles now. I know. You know, I know. like it will. She just is Khaleesi. I know. It's going to be hard for her for sure. I got to say though, the four weddings and a funeral show I just watched had. Missande, she's like the lead character. She's the lead girl. Yeah. What's her name in her life? Natalie something. It's, she's great. And I totally, by 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 episode two or three, I'd totally forgotten she was Missande. And I got to say, she does a fantastic American accent. Okay. So good that I had to Google whether she was actually British or not. And she is. Nice. But anyway, I agree with you. I think it's going to be hard for Millie Clark. I think it's going to be honestly kind of similar to Miley where like it was hard for anyone to see her as something besides Hannah Montana because it was like she was so Hannah Montana. Yeah. Speaking of, of rom-coms that are holiday themed, so the guy that was hosting the, that game that you were talking about in the beginning, mm -hmm. uh, Matt Shively, his girlfriend is this actress, Ashley Newborough, and uh -huh. she's like one of Sarah's best friends. And she dominates the Lifetime Christmas movies every year. Oh, nice. Like, that's her pocket. And she's, totally. got, she's got a new one out called The Christmas Cards. Mm. We haven't seen it yet, but we just, like, we programmed to download it. Corey, who works in her mom's antique shop, puts on a Christmas pageant in honor of her late father. When a man named Ryder visits the store, she wonders if she should have left town to follow her dream of becoming a theater director. She is the lead in it, and... They're always kind of the same story, you know, like uh, mm -hmm. meet cute in like the perfect little Christmas town. Come to find out the guy is the Frosty the Snowman, or, you know, <laughs> like he melts away. That was one that she did where the, I think the guy was a snowman. Uh, oh, my gosh. So if you want some good, good old fashioned, you know, holiday fun, check that one out. That is funny. You know, people love Lifetime movies like they love them. So it comes out on November 15th. So we're a little yeah. early on that one. Let's talk about my teeth. Let's talk about it. I mean, my teeth are pretty great, right? Are they great because you're Quip toothbrush that you love so much? That's right. One of my favorite things is my Quip toothbrush. Uh, I take it with me everywhere. Quip's sensitive vibrations, built-in timer, gentle guide brushing makes brushing, well, fun. Because I want to fight gingivitis. Yeah, you're getting, you're getting to that age where gingivitis is a real threat. Yeah. Don't, you don't need to make this an age thing. <laughs> you know what I love about this toothbrush is, you know, when you're re using regular toothbrushes, you have to like throw them away every couple of months, get a new one. And that's like really hard to remember, honestly. And who has time to go to the store every two months and buy a new toothbrush? Not me. I have had my Quip toothbrush for years now because what's so great is they automatically deliver new brush heads to you every three months, like the recommended dentist schedule. And there's no throwing away toothbrushes and creating waste and all that stuff. You get to keep your same cool toothbrush and they just send you new brush heads. Yeah, the sleek, intuitive design is simple to use and comes with a travel cap that doubles as a mirror mount. Seriously, they have thoughtful features that make brushing something you actually want to do twice every day. Quip is one of the first electric toothbrushes accepted by the American Dental Association, and they're backed by over 25,000 dental professionals. Quip starts at just $25, and you'll get your first refill free at getquip.com slash YFT. It's a really great way to support our show and start brushing your teeth better, but you have to go to getquip.com slash YFT to get your first refill free. Go right now to getquip, that's quip.com slash YFT, and clean your broke-ass grill. My grill isn't broke anymore, by the way. I know. <laughs> Good. 
because it was t- I couldn't look at it anymore. Ugh. Well, yep. you know, one of my favorite things is shopping on Grove Collaborative Same. for natural cleaning products for my house. Same. Grove Collaborative is the online marketplace that delivers all natural home beauty and personal care products directly to you. I go through stuff like paper towels and cleaning supplies so much because of all these dogs in my house and with the rain that's coming with fall, the house is always a disaster. So it's so nice that I can just go online and order big shipments of this stuff and I can get eco-friendly products, stuff that's safe for my pets and stuff that's nice to the planet. Yeah, with Grove, you don't have to shop multiple stores. They deliver home essentials right to your front door. Everything's in one place. They have the best selection of natural home and personal care products. Things for your house, things for your kids, things for your dogs, even some fun personal things for you. Their site is super easy to use. They offer recurring shipments and they deliver everything right to your front door never have to worry about like running out of things and having to take a sudden trip to the store. Yeah. Plus shipping is fast and free on your first order. They have so many of my favorite products, seventh generation, Mrs. Myers. These are just a couple of the cleaning products that I keep in my house that I can always find what I need on the Grove website. So check it out for a limited time for our listeners. Go to grove.co slash YFT, not com co slash YFT, and you'll get a free five piece fall gift set from Mrs. Myers and Grove. Free shipping and free 60-day VIP trial. For a limited time only, you can choose from best-selling fall scents like apple cider, acorn spice, mom and pumpkin spice that are exclusively sold at Grove. So go to grove.co slash YFT to get this exclusive offer. Grove.co slash YFT. Clean your house. And clean it nicely. Yes. To the planet and your pets and yourself. I'll tell you what, my favorite thing that happened to me this last week. Okay. I was in the same room as Morgan Freeman. Oh, wow. Sick. Did he talk to you? No. So I went to this, um, I went to a hotel opening in Fort Lauderdale on Thursday. And it's hilarious because like I really, I mean, I know hotel openings are are a big deal. Like I know they like go all out and it's a big event and all, but like, I don't know why I just didn't think – I guess because they invited me, mm-hmm. I was like, surely this is not a big deal. <laughs> I don't know. But I got there, and um, and I, like, did all my press stuff or whatever, and then I was just sitting in the VIP area, I guess is what it was, and it, like, was pretty empty. Like, there weren't that many people in there, and we were just sitting around, like, stuffing our face with, like, hors d'oeuvres and, and having a drink. And then out of nowhere, this massive posse of people come shuffling into the step and repeat that was in there, mm-hmm. and it's – Johnny Depp, Morgan Freeman, Whoa. and the hot guy from Magic Mike. I forget his name. Not Channing Tatum, the oh. other hot guy. That's okay. the one that's married. I think he's married to Sofia Vergara, right? Oh, Joe? Joe. Yes, Joe. Damn. And so they all come in, and it's so funny because all the girls are like, oh, Johnny Depp or oh, Joe, Maga, whatever his name mm-hmm. is. And I'm like, Morgan Freeman. Like, so we were arguing about who we were fangirling over. But I was like, I'm in the same room as Nick Fury from Avengers, and I just can't. I can't get over it. He was so cool. He wait, had on, like, wait, the sickest wait, sunglasses, wait, didn't wait, take them off. Wait, wait, Sam Jackson plays Fury. Does he? Yes. Oh. Is Morgan Freeman not in any Marvel anything? Well, he was in Batman. But that's, Maybe that's what I'm thinking. That's of. DC and the Christian Bale Batman. He's hey, the guy yeah. that does the all the gadgets. What's his character name? Not Nick Fury. Come on, you're killing me. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. I, but anyway, I, I it's just so funny. Like that would have been my favorite thing in the world if you went up to him and was, "Oh my God, I'm such a huge fan. I loved you as Nick Fury." <laughs> he 
Oh my God. Well, in my defense, I, in my defense, I will say the reason I said that is because like, I kept saying like Morgan Freeman, because the girls next to me were like, who's Morgan Freeman? And I was like, are you, are you insane? And so like, I was sitting with Ryan Cabrera and we were just like appalled that these girls didn't know who he was. And I'm pretty sure Ryan was the one to say he's in Avengers. And I think maybe that's why I thought that. Don't pile on to Ryan Cabrera because I'm serious. That's funny. He was in Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, I know that, yeah. He crawled through a mile of shit and came out clean on the other side. I can't really... Lucius Fox is his name in Batman. Yeah. None That's it. what I'm thinking. Okay. Imagine being close. so famous that you're not the first one mentioned if you're Johnny Depp or who else was there? I had to Google Joe's last name. How do you pronounce it? I don't it? know. It's like Manganiello. Man, man, yeah. Yeah. Man, Manginel, Manginel, man, yeah. Joe Manginello. Man, and yeah, whatever. Man, yeah. Uh, okay. Wait, who do you think's the most famous of those three? Morgan Freeman, for sure. Okay, yeah. But what what you were pointing out that I said Johnny Depp first? You were like, my favorite thing is, is that I saw Morgan Freeman. You also, like, slow played the fact that Johnny Depp was in the room as well, you know? Okay, so that's what we were all arguing because these girls were like, what, You're Johnny Depp is the sickest person in the room or whatever, and, like, they all thought he was so hot. But I don't know. Am I wrong to think that Johnny Depp kind of fell off? Like, he's just not as cool as he used to be, or, or is that wrong? He's had a bunch of failed movies, you know? Mm-hmm. Like after Pirates of the Caribbean, it just kind of yeah, kind of fell off. Was a little, little downhill. It's still Johnny Depp, so pretty cool. What's he doing? Did, did, cool. did he look good? He did. He looks very cool. All th- like the three of them. It's funny because they're three. Like the, out of the three of them, like they're it's a pretty diverse like trio. Yeah. And they all looked so badass. They all like Johnny Depp and Morgan Freeman had on sunglasses and like they just all looked like super sick and like walked in together and they stuck together. I don't know if they're all friends in real life or what, but it was pretty cool. Nice. Would you still? Would I still what? Hit it. Which one? Well, Johnny Depp. <laughs> no, I never. When Pirates came out, I was an Orlando Bloom girl. Yeah. Yeah. I was never a Johnny Depp girl. He really made Guy Liner cool, you know? He did. You know what I forgot about? That's a very important thing to point out, that you're going to be like, I never watched that show. What? Joe Manganiello was in One Tree Hill, which is my favorite show of all time. Really? Yes. Wasn't he He also- played the hot bartender Owen who hooked up with Brooke, a.k.a. Sof- uh, Sophia Bush. Yeah. Wasn't he also yeah. in True Blood? Yes, he was in True Blood, but I never watched that show, did you? Ooh, I love True Blood. Suck it. Really? Suck it. Yeah. Huh. Big into that one. Apparently, apparently he was also in How I Met Your Mother, but I didn't really watch that. Oh. I woke up in the middle of the night last night, and this, like, really bad Asian dubbed movie was on called Gok Body Snatchers from Hell. And it was so amazingly horrible that if you're looking for a bad movie night, you need to watch it. Do people look for bad movie night? Is like something people like to do is bad movie nights? Yeah. Really? Gok, Body Snatchers from Hell, came out in 1968. The survivors of a plane crash in a remote area are attacked by a blob-like alien creature that turns their victims into bloodthirsty vampires. What? They're aliens and vampires? Sounds terrible. Horrible. Sounds like we should not be talking about it on this show. No, I'm telling you, it's so bad, it's good. You gotta watch it. Are you sure? 100% gotta watch it. It's amazing. (sighs) Also, just real quick, I have a phone that talks to a satellite every single second of the day. We've put a man on the moon. Elon Musk is building electric cars and going to Mars. And tweeting at you. And tweeting at me. 
can we figure out how to make printers not be such a pain in the ass? Printers, huh? Printers never fucking connect, ever. <laughs> never. Do you have a Bluetooth printer? You can have it plugged into your thing. It never works. If you go over to someone else's house and you try to fucking get in their printer, you can't. You got to download drivers. <laughs> this is such bullshit. Printer companies, get it together. Also, can we make an ink cartridge that lasts more than 17 seconds? I don't want to print out every stupid thing I got in red because that's all I got left in there. You know? Also, ink cartridges are expensive. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? No one knows why. It's like beef jerky. It's just because they're like, well, I don't know. They have to buy it. They can't keep on printing everything out in maroon. Uh, you know? Good rant. I was tweeting about this the other day. But can we get couches that sit flush the floor? My they do make those. Okay. But for the most part, every couch is on legs. And then my dipshit dog gets the ball under there and then howls at me to, for me to get down the gross-ass floor and shove my hand back there to get the thing. You know? So annoying. Yeah, I do. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. And then I tweeted that out and a bunch of people were like, get pool noodles and put them underneath. Oh, the, that's a good idea. Yeah, that's what I want. Fucking pool noodles <laughs> in the house. <laughs> you need Tish Cyrus to take you guys shopping and get you one of those modern sofas that sit on the floor. I know. We were doing this yesterday at the bar, and I, I kind of wanted to see if we could do it on the show. Unpopular opinions. Okay. So it was Satterfield, one of my good buddies, John Satterfield, by the way, fantastic musician. Look, look his music up. For whatever reason, unpopular opinion came, came up, and he was like, you know what? You know what's my unpopular opinion? I hate Stevie Nicks' voice. <laughs> Whoa, that is an unpopular opinion. I know, but I was like, I disagree, but I can totally see where you're coming from. Her voice can be annoying, you know? And it's almost like a witch is singing to me. I don't trust her. <laughs> Interesting. And then my brother came at us with one that I agree with, that unpopular opinion, can't stand Tom York. Really? Radiohead sucks. I think that Radiohead's one of those bands that everyone was like, it's cool to say you like Radiohead. And that's just uh -huh. what it is. You know, no one wants to now buck the trend, but really. I guess so. Like everything after OK Computer was just fucking weird, dude. Yeah. Or for people that are just on drugs. Yeah. Do you have any unpopular opinions? You got to give me time to think of something funny. I know. The Big Bang Theory is the worst television show ever created. The worst. I'm fully on board with that. So confused as to how that went forever. And they all got paid so much money. I don't either. You're right. That's a good one. Right? Yeah, that's a really good one. Yeah. Horrible show. I don't like <laughs> This Is Us. It's I, everyone's favorite freaking show, and I don't, it's like it, the past couple seasons have been so bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same thing with like IPAs. Let's stop pretending that those are good. They're disgusting. I don't like them at all. It just tastes like already throw up. Blech. You know, like that acidic bile taste Ew. coming up. It, that's what tastes like going down. Mm -mm. Tweet to us some of your unpopular opinions. I think these are funny. You yeah. know what else is? I like it's wrong to laugh. Like it's not funny, but I just. I just couldn't help it. I feel really bad for thinking it's funny. What? But it was the delivery, really, that made it funny. What? Derek. Yeah. Sent me a text. Did he send it to you? I don't know. He said, speaking of gender reveal parties, and sent me a link to a news story about a woman that died at a gender reveal party because of the explosion. <laughs> Sorry. And I, I literally he said it to me and I said, I said, oh, my God, I want to laugh, but it feels so wrong. And he said, so torn. And then and then he said, I bet it was a girl. <laughs> and I, it. I was like, oh, I can have to, I could laugh at that part. Uh, we got some fuck you very much is that we kind of need to rip through. Oh, let's do a few. 
This one is, I don't even know if I should do this one because it's just mean to you. Let's hear it. Yeah? Might as well. Okay, this is coming from Check Your Privilege. The subject is maybe don't talk about things you dot, 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 dot. One star. This is a truly they don't like us. So should we be reading it if they only gave us one star? Does that encourage people to leave one star? I would read it, and if we don't like it, we can cut it. But I kind of just disagree with it. So this is what they say. Brandy talking about how when they see us is so scary because it's something that could happen to quote-unquote us is proof how ignorant she and Wells are about the systematic effects of racism in the country. Brandy, you're white, so no, that wouldn't happen to you. Those boys were demonized simply because of color the color of their skin. So please check your privilege. They would have never been suspects in the case if they were white. Do your research. You equating the prosecutor needing to step down from her job to what she did to those boys shows how your whiteness clouds your judgment. Maybe stick to talking about your mediocre top 40 taste in music and stop trying to discuss topics you know nothing about. Just makes you come off ignorant and racist. Also, you and Wells talk about how people are too sensitive shows just how internalized your white superiority is. Just because society was set up for your benefit, these aren't things you have to think about doesn't mean that these aren't real issues that people deal with in their daily lives. So please get off your wannabe woke high horse and educate yourself. I recommend starting by reading The New Jim Crow. Whoa, dude, we were just saying that we liked a TV show. I'm trying to think of the right way to respond to this because I feel like people love to take this stance yeah. on things like this. But here's the thing. The whole point of that movie is to show the fact that those boys were targeted because of the color of their skin. Yeah. I acknowledge that. I'm not, that's why I'm, I thought I was so angry at the white woman prosecutor that did that to them and said she shouldn't have her job anymore yeah. because that was so wrong. I don't understand why somebody would want us to not talk about it when talking about it, in theory, helps solve the problem, yeah. right? The more people know that this goes on, then the more people can help stop it and keep it from happening. And like, I never understood that. Like, don't talk about something you know nothing about. Why not? It's bringing awareness to something that's a real problem. This is wh where my kind of anger comes with this person. It's stances like that that makes it scary for us to want to talk about it. Mm -hmm. And then you don't get anywhere. Exactly. Because when things don't get talked about is when they continue to happen. Yeah. You can cut this if you don't think it's like comparable. I, you know, I brought up recently that no one talks about how many Native American women go missing on reservations because there's no system in place. There's no justice system in place on reservations to help find women and prosecute people that, you know, that kill them and rape them and stuff like that. It's the same thing. No one talks about it. So it keeps happening and it's going to keep happening because people don't talk about it. But if, if someone came at me and said, you have no rights to talk about that because you're white, then like all I'm trying to do is put it out there in the public so that people do know about it. So people will start to talk about it and hopefully it's not, you know, we can help stop it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, not talking about it to me is worse. I would rather people talk about it even if they don't I don't know, like know all the details or whatever. I would just, I, it helps get the conversation started. Yeah. I'm, I'm not trying to say, oh, I'm so scared for my life. I'm just saying in general, it's scary that the justice system can pen something. And like you brought up the uh, making a murderer guy or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's scary that, that the justice system can pen something on someone just because it works for them. Yeah. I'll probably cut that entire thing just because that's a truly like, fuck you very much. Like, dude, we were just talking about a show that we liked, which is the premise of our show, you know? Mm -hmm. We had one person write a shitty review, but I actually had a lot of people tweet me and say that they watched the series because we talked about it and that it was so eye opening for them. And they, you know, they were so thankful that we recommended it because they had no idea it had happened. And now they now they know. And that's to me, like, that's what stuff like that is about. It's getting edu get, being educated and 
especially the stuff that happens like that's real, like even the stuff like Waco, that series about the cult that the government went in and blew everybody up. That happened in my lifetime and I didn't really know about it because I was so young and I just feel like to be educated on stuff like that that truly happened is important. Yeah. Uh, Here's another one. This one got five stars, but I don't know. The hosts of this podcast are cutely uninformed. On the Heart of a Champion episode, Wells learned why pesticides was called pesticides due to the did the pests and then thought aside meant killing cute apparently he's never heard the suffix use in suicide or homicide either brandy on the other hand insists on using the term horse showed as someone who has shown animals my entire life all right this is one that threw me maybe try i went to a horse show or i had to go show my horse as an alternative that doesn't make your listeners want to aside themselves okay that's all carry on five out of five okay so so dumb, because obviously I know about Aside, I was making a joke, okay? And obviously I knew that Brandy using horse showed was wrong because I kept saying it. So I hate you because you don't get the show. Here's the thing. 99.9% of haters are people that can't take a joke. Yeah. And that's just the truth. Yeah. Anyways, you got anything else? No, you know, everyone's freaking over the Kanye song. Have you listened to it at all? No. Me either. 1975 have a new song? Should we give it a play? I love them. Everyone says look like that guy, so. What? You hate bands like that? No, I just, it didn't go anywhere. I was waiting for it to pop. Yeah, maybe it's just like a little prelude to some new music they've got coming out. Because, you know, people love to not put out their best thing first. Oh, of course. It's the oldest trick in the book. Yeah. Put out something mediocre so that when you put out the banger, everyone really freaks and thinks it's great. It's an old radio trick, too. So generally what, what happens is the first single that's released from the record is generally around the third best song on the album. So it gets mm-hmm. spun first, and then when the album comes out, the best song also goes into rotation, and generally the second best song goes into rotation. But radio stations have put so much equity in the first song that went out that they don't want to kill the spins. So then all of a sudden, Taylor Swift does this a lot. And I remember like Kings of Leon did this a lot as well, where then you have three songs in rotation on radio stations, which is killer for your record. Right. Okay. I think we're good. Okay. I'm interviewing Ja Rule later today. You got any questions? What? Yeah, you got any questions for me? What for? For this this I this iHeart podcast I do now. That's insane. Are you freaking out? Not really. I mean, are you gonna ask him about Firefest? Fuck yeah, I'm point, asking right? about Firefest. Yeah, that's the whole point of the interview. <laughs> yeah, gonna ask him. Gosh. I know. Huh. Yeah. Very interesting. So that's why I gotta go in a little bit. So I'm definitely gonna have to listen to that episode. I know, right? Yeah. Okay, well, have so much fun at your Halloween party. Really devastated you're not going to be here. But I am excited to start decorating the house. I waited. So pro tip, guys, if you want to buy Halloween decorations, wait until October 27th because that's when everything goes on mega sale. Yeah. 
It's like if you don't care about decorating your house until right before Halloween, you wait until the 27th, and then everything is like 75% off at Lowe's. It's phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, but you don't have a cool house leading up to it. I will for the two days leading up to it. I'm yeah. decorating today. Will you have... um? Are you doing the party at your like your old house or your new house? No, the new house because it's so much bigger. Yeah. Oh man. Big. Yeah. Don't worry. There'll be plenty of social media content I know. for you to see. I know. As you were fomoing for the engagement party, I'm gonna be fomoing for your party. Totally. Yeah. Well, love you guys. Love you, dude. All right. Talk to you later. Okay. Bye. I'm Natalie Barbu, host of The Real Real Podcast, where we go behind the highlight reel to find out what's really going on in the lives of content creators, entrepreneurs, and everyone in between. After quitting my corporate job to start my own businesses, I realized that while things might look glamorous on our Instagram feeds, things can get real behind the scenes. You can listen to The Real Real every Monday to start off your week with some realness and inspiration. Find my podcast wherever you're listening right now and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a beat. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.